Welcome to the Embody Your Design podcast. I am your host, Amy May, 6'3 Emotional Manifesting Generator. I am obsessed with human design and mindset tools and using them to create a life beyond my wildest dreams. My goal with this podcast is to bring you human design and share stories around how you too can begin to embody your human design. What is talked about in this podcast are the thoughts and opinions of me and my guests. I'm always welcome to feedback should you have any. Thank you for being here and let's dive in as we embody our human design one conversation at a time. my gosh I am super excited like for for this like chat that we're doing um it uh, we connected through a group that we're both in I think it was Julia Wells pleasure and profit method okay good I had the group right I was like oh my gosh (laughs) but um yeah Christina and I both were we both do human design and wanted to have a chat with each other Um, for both her YouTube channel or possibly like social media and me for my podcast. And we just connected and everything. And so Christina is, she's a three, five generator. And um, I just, uh, this is just, we're, we literally just started talking and getting to know each other. And so um, Christina, do you want to introduce yourself and what you do and what, and a little bit about what, what you've learned about your human design? Yeah, well, um, as you saw, I'm a 3-5 generator. I actually was confused for a long time because my mom um, thought, remembered that I was born at 10 a.m. So for a long time, I was a manifesting generator. And But I, I, she said at 10, my birth certificate, I'm from a Latin country, so they're not exact. It's at 7 p.m., so I was like, I need a birth certification. So I actually approached a Vedic, Vedic astrologer and he did my rectification. And he was like, no, you were born at 310. So that changed my design to a generator. And it's funny because I actually struggled with it for a long time because I saw myself as a manifesting generator. And I was like, I can't be a generator. It might not seem like a big shift, but it is, you know? Mm-hmm. and actually it took me a while to process it once I did I could see that I am in fact a generator my son is a manifesting generator so mm-hmm. and 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 fee- falling into my design helped me so much you know it mm-hmm. really did like I had to make shift accordingly and I also saw how much I was conditioned to do some things even thinking that I was a manifesting generator that weren't aligned with my design. So that was a really interesting thing to see. And in in the most case, everything was the same. Um, At the moment, I am a coach. I'm a business energetic coach. What I do is that I do business. Um, I coach women entrepreneurs in business, but mostly around the energetic side. I do use human design among other things like... um, EFT, I'm learning Reiki, and because I want, what I want, and it's very much aligned with my design, is for women to approach business from their energy, to make their business their own, without having to follow all of these things that we are told we have to do them to be successful. Many times, things that are not even aligned with our energy. But then, like what we were talking before we entered the interview, it's a lot about nature versus nurture, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's about creating self-awareness and understanding where all of this is coming from and about embodying and integrating and self-awareness. So it's been an interesting ride. I've only been a coach for about a year and something. I work in as a doula and a perinatal educator for almost six years. Mm. and I'm an entrepreneur for 12 so I'm a tree and it shows yeah yes exactly oh my gosh and that's that brings up a really interesting point where um you know you first when you first learned your human design you thought you were a manifesting generator you it's Mm. it's almost like 
when we become aware of something, it does influence us. And there's, I can't remember all the details, but I mean, there's even scientific proof about it. And it's why like manifestation and affirmations work because our thoughts, you know, influence our reality. And there's so much emphasis on your human design type where when we look deeper within the chart, it's actually more about, you know, what, what centers we have defined, what gates we have defined and all of these little like subtle influences, which do change based on your birth time. And it is, it's very interesting that it took some time to decondition from the conditioning you put on yourself when, when you thought you were a manifesting generator and then to now be, oh, well, I'm a generator and now I see it, uh, that it's very, it's very interesting. Um, is, is that something that you like a kind of agree with me about? Like it's, you know, about that. Yeah. It's, it's definitely like very interesting. I'm, um, it's interesting for me and just to, to introduce myself or, you know, the other listeners who will be, or viewers, likely more likely viewers. Um, like I, my name is Amy May. I am a, I hate defining myself. I call myself the human design librarian because I love human design and I work in a public library and it just, that's who I am. Um, I'm a six, three manifesting generator. I have um, eight out of nine centers defined. My root is my only undefined center and I am multi-passionate. I'm, you know, definitely that manifesting generator like energy. It's actually shocking that I have been talking about human design consistently for over two years now. (laughs) It's, it's shocking. Um, I, I'm definitely like hugely multi-passionate when I first started in the online space, I shifted so much. It was like every few months, I'm going to do this. No, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Uh, And what I find interesting is when I first read about my human design, I started with a book librarian, hello, Mm -hmm. obsessed with reading. Um, I didn't relate to my design at all. I read this and I was like, this isn't me. What? Like, why is everyone so obsessed with this? But it just kept on coming back. Like coaches would tell me to look into it. It, Any program I was in, they had some human design expert come in. And so I finally just began to ask the questions, like, why don't I relate to my design? And that's when I learned about conditioning. And I was heavily conditioned um, to be, to operate outside my design. I love that you mentioned that because this is a conversation that I've had. You know that they always say like your open centers will be the most conditions. Mm-hmm. And I actually found that it doesn't matter if your centers are defined, you will be conditioned mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. So yep. I love that you mentioned <laughs> that. Yes. Finally, someone that, that is just so open about it because sometimes it's like, no, your defined centers is where it's you, your real you. And I'm like, I'm so conditioned in my defined centers as conditioned as in my open and undefined centers. Mm-hmm. Yes. And primarily what it was is growing up, I was always told that I was too much, that I was too loud, that I was too happy, too excited about things, too... Uh, you know, younger, like too sexual, too, like anything and too big. Like I, you know, I'm a, I'm a proud plus size babe, like too, just pretty much everything. And I, I was conditioned to make myself smaller. And what I've um, noticed is that the conditioning in defined centers is more around um, other people maybe telling you that you're too much and just to make yourself small. Whereas with the undefined, it's maybe you're not enough and trying to do more. And I noticed that in my life also, like, I definitely feel like I'm not doing enough. Like, even though I do a lot, (laughs) um, I always feel like I'm not doing enough. And that comes from that root, that root center, uh, that root center pressure. So 
And you know, and just last week I was doing a deep dive into the um, heart center. Mm -hmm. And that one really confronted me because as you say, I think I have it defined too, mm -hmm. just like you. And supposedly, you know, we are self-worth and all of that, but I'm Latin and I grew up in a very religious um, upbringing, not by my mom, but by my surroundings. Mm -hmm. And that conditioned me so much because you, you know, you're a woman, you're Latin. So the certain expectations that they have. Yeah. And I, I deemed my life, my light, I dimmed it. And it's something that I've been working on for many, many years, even before human design, because I don't want to, I want to be me, fully me, that that person that is like, like you say, like maybe too much for some, mm -hmm. but actually it's not, it's just who I am, really my essence. So, mm -hmm. but it's been a struggle because it has been so many years of conditioning that you have to be a certain way, that you have to act a certain way, that it's hard even to step into your power. And I do it and then I go back and I do it and then I go back. And actually, that's one of the reasons my brand is called I Am Poderosa, which means I am powerful. Mm -hmm. And it's mostly a reminder, a constant reminder that I am powerful. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes, and it's interesting you bring up the religious because I grew up um, conservative Christian and everything from the church is you're not good enough. You know, it's like that we're all sinners and uh, you're not good. You're not good. And this guilt and this, all of this control over our behaviors. And, you know, I've been, I've been re reading more in the Bible lately and it's a lot of it is just religious. It's the, it's man interpreting these things, these way, this way, or this particular way. And it's not necessarily what it says in, in the religious text. So like, there's, it's there's a difference between like a church and like the religion that like it, that you know man creates versus what's actually in the bible and what god says like the, it's this, this interpretation and when we and for whatever reason it can we can there could be a huge deep conversation about this but you know for whatever reason yeah a lot of the times like women get limited and women get like oh you can't do this kind of thing like women can't be powerful um women can't know what they want they have to follow you know, they have to follow the man's lead, like, especially in like a marriage and everything. And it's, it's very interesting, because we're, um, that's not how everyone was created. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been, you know, I'm, I'm single, and I've been going out in the dating world. And one of the one of the guys that I've been, you know, talking to and dating, like, well, he would much rather have the women be like more aggressive and like, take the initiative more and be like that more masculine influence. And that's kind of how, uh, that's how I naturally operate is I like to, like, if I want something, I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm going to go, you know, take action. If I feel that nudge, I'm going to go take that action. I'm not going to sit back and wait for somebody else to, you know, give it to me or something. Like I'm going to just put it out there and other it, it's interesting. And it's, it's not necessarily about what society or whoever dictates. It's a, it's really about like what works for each individual person. And that's what I love about human design. And it, yeah. it brings each of us back to who we naturally are and how we like naturally operate and just releasing all that deconditioning that uh, yeah. there so many people have put on us. And reconnecting with ourselves too, because the mm -hmm. thing is, and, and it's, I mean, I love human design, but I also, also know that at some point, some things we can't go there yet. Mm -hmm. you know? So it's kind of accepting um, the limitations for whatever reasons and just letting it flow, let it go, like not fixate in certain things. So it's more of a holistic approach. Mm -hmm. And, and also 
I, I think, you know, like when you mentioned knowing your type, type is not everything, you know? Mm-hmm. Profiles are just as interesting. Incarnation mm-hmm. cross is just as interesting. Your North Node, you know? There are so many things that you can take from it and take what serves you. Be aware that there you might be coming up to resistances, mm-hmm. but let it flow. You don't have to solve things in this minute. Mm-hmm, exactly as a way a, a tool for self-growth so actually it's a never-ending journey exactly exactly and i don't know if you've ever looked into the gene keys which um is, another ball game <laughs> yes it is it is but what i love about you know the gene keys and i have not gone into all of the, I mean, I've done a brief overview of all of them. I'm technically like certified to be able to do readings in it, but yeah, but it's, it's, it is a lifelong journey. But what I love about what I learned from um, the Gene Keys is that it's about like contemplation. It is about getting curious with what you're, what you're reading or what you're listening to depend, or even in like a human design reading session with, with somebody, uh, it's about like getting curious and, Ooh, how, how am I for generator types? Like, how am I responding to this? How does this feel in my body? Where Mm -hmm. do I see this playing out in my life? Like that's, I almost, I, I started to take the gene keys approach to what I've been looking at like within my design and I go back to uh, different readings that I've had or uh, the programs that I've taken or books like and I just sit with it and I was like "Ooh, that's interesting how that played out and I encourage my I encourage my clients to do to do the same because it's just it's so powerful to just be able to like sit back and contemplate and just bringing awareness because that awareness and that like thought process that's going to facilitate change in your life yeah yeah it's just you know it's like where we are right now at this moment that is the 25th of march yeah 2022 we'll be in a whole different place the 25th of march 2023 so things will hit differently especially when you are in this self-growth journey in, in there are so many places to go. Recently, I had for my birthday, actually, which was in February, I had a Jinkies human design reading, a combined reading. <laughs> and it was really, I'm not, I haven't gone into Jinkies because I tend to go all in. You know, mm-hmm. I have the gate of depth. So I'm like, let me learn it all. <laughs> so I'm like, no, at this moment, <laughs> I don't want to go there. But it was really interesting and I'm just percolating things, like leaving it there and things will come along the way that will make me go like, oh, so this is it. And it's part of the journey, I feel. Mm-hmm. And if we bring it back to coaching, I mean, there are many things that we can resolve in one session or in a program or whatever, but the more you do, the more you grow, the more things shift. Mm-hmm. yeah and allowing giving mm-hmm. ourselves permission to go in different journeys we met in in julia wells which is something that last year I was very much like i need joy in my life i need joy in my life i'm searching for joy because i don't have joy and when i heard her the first time i was like oh it's not joy it's pleasure Yes. I thought it was joy, but it was actually pleasure with what I was missing with my life, from my life. And it's been eye-opening mm-hmm. to be with her, really. And it's, it's challenging because some things are challenging. It's my first time in a space like this. So, of course, it's like, but I'm very open to confront my resistances. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, Julia is, she's so amazing. And what is so interesting and kind of bringing it back to me getting, I guess I get like shocked sometimes when I hear about people's human design types. 
um, she's a projector and like just the focus on like pussy and pleasure and that like very sexual energy. Like if I was just thinking about human design types, I'd be like, yeah, generator type, (laughs) you know, because of the sacral, but really she, she's just got gotten so in tune with how her body is and like her pleasure that it really, it doesn't matter like what type you are, like, you know, you're in alignment. It's great. It's beautiful. And, and she's incredible. And anyone like listening or watching, like definitely like follow, follow Julia. If you're like struggling with that pleasure and that like joy practice, because it, it really does. It's all about like coming back to your body and yes. connecting with yourself. And, and from what you say, also challenge everything, no matter mm-hmm. if you feel it's right, because I feel human design is right. Like I love it. And mm-hmm. I love to look at charts and, you know, talk to clients with it. But even my own chart, I challenge it. Like what, how is this showing up at this moment? How could it show up? Maybe if I do deeper work in this, will it change? Because mm-hmm. I like that. It's kind of like, um, I think in English, you say, take things with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. And understanding that if it shows one way for you, doesn't mean that it will show the same way for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And, you know, I always say, when I talk about human design, it's not enough to just know it intellectually. It's about how do you embody it? How are you using it in your life? And a lot of the times within within like human design containers there, because it's so much intellectually that there's not a lot of like programs or uh, support containers that are accessible in my opinion, that allow for that support. And you know, I see, I see other human design readers where I've seen them charge like over a thousand dollars for a reading. And it's like huge. It's like, takes hours. It's like a whole, you know, like a, like two or three hour thing, which yeah, it takes that long to go over the entire chart. And yeah. It's just so much information, but there's not a lot where it's just I need, I need a support container where I can ask questions, you know, as they come up with, within my human design as I'm like, you know, with business as an example, like I'm launching and how do I be in alignment with my human design during this launch? Like this is coming up, this is coming up. And how can I use like my human design to be, to feel good? Like I use the word in alignment, out of alignment, but essentially it's like, how can I feel really good about this? Or how can I move away from the things that feel frustrating or uh, like the bitterness using the non-selfing language here or like the anger, disappointment or whatever. And how can I move into this satisfying, this peace, this successful kind of feeling? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is one of the reasons that I have yesterday a friend sent me, she's a, an emotional generator. Mm. And we're trying to, and I say trying because we're trying to do TikTok videos, you know? Mm, Yeah. And I love them. I love to talk and do things with my voice. And she does too. But then she sent me a video and it was like, you should post two times a week and then do a story two times a week. And I was like, no. You know, that kills my joy. It sucks the life out of me. Like, don't give me anything like that. And for some people, it's great. But it's understanding that not everything is for you. So it's actually, it's not just staying with some things, you know? And, and I saw, I was looking at your page that you do also variables, which I don't, I don't go into. Mm-hmm. But some people really need that structure. Mm-hmm. Great. But many don't. So it's also understanding, do you want to and do you need them? And do they move you forward or do they make you feel wrong? Mm, yeah. So not do something just because someone says that it works and it worked for them. And it might have worked for them because it's very aligned to their design. 
So it's very much about experimenting, which I'm pretty sure that you do a lot. I do. I do. Oh my gosh. I, I learned by doing. I, mm-hmm. And I'm messy. And what I've learned with it within my business is I don't like to launch something twice. <laughs> I pretty much just, you know, I put something out, I run a program once, and then it's just boom, that creep that creative cycle is done for me. I, um, it, the joy isn't really there anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I don't do it. And what I've been, I've been resisting is because I hate the languaging of, oh, you need to invest now because you don't know when it's going to happen again. And they're like, to me, it feels like it puts pressure on people, but mm-hmm with me and like, oh, this is actually kind of true um, because I probably won't launch something like that ever again because the joy and that satisfaction is done, like that, and that creative cycle is done for me. I'm done creating it. Like I definitely sell um, ever, like evergreen or like self-paced for anything I've created before, but that like live that uh, and I, and I actually, like when people attend live with me, I personalize it to them, to the questions that they have, to what they're seeking. Yeah. And so it is really powerful when people come in, in a live um, program with me, because it is very much like tailored to them. And I just trust that anybody who invests afterwards, that they're going to get what they need out of it. It's still incredibly powerful, but there, there is some like resistance to everything. And it's a really, it's about getting to know, it's getting to know yourself. And this, we both have that like three line that like, you know, experiment and everything. And it's allowing yourself to pay attention to what feels good and what doesn't. Mm -hmm. And then taking those lessons and moving on. Yeah, I remember um, many years ago, <clears throat> without knowing, I was living very much in alignment, very, and I can see it, like, when I look back, I'm like, yes, it, like, things flow, and, <clears throat> and I went off course, and now I'm coming back into course, and it's, I mean, life happens, you know? Yeah. But it's been very interesting allowing myself to experiment and I need to experiment it. I need to do it. It's not, it's not thinking about it. I need to do it mm-hmm. to see if it feels right. And it can be frustrating, you know, because it's just, sometimes I'm like, why? It's just like experimenting all the time. But then I'm brief, I reframe that because I love actually doing different things all the time. It's entertaining. Mm-hmm. And I love that energy, like for you, I love the energy that people bring because I'm responding to them and to their needs. Mm-hmm. So this desire to have everything solved doesn't come from me. It comes from this conditioning that by my age, I should be doing this and living with these circumstances, you know? So accepting and easing into that experimentation has been mind-blowing. It has really Mm -hmm. allowed me to enjoy that things will be different. Mm -hmm. I won't lie, every now and then I get, you know, like, really? Like, really? yeah oh yeah no I I feel that and it's uh we we briefly touched on this before I I hit record is you know I'm I'm a six three and I I'm in my mid-30s and you know it's like oh when you hit 30 like you're supposed to like as a six, like have things like more figured out and like you're on the roof. Like actually when I, uh, in my thirties, that's when all this shit hit the fan in my life actually. And I very much feel like it's the hot mess. Like, oh my gosh, all these things are crumbling 
all all around me and and everything it's just like falling apart when I'm in my 30s and now this is where I'm I'm gaining that wisdom like right now in in these moments where I am you know getting into the like personal development and um, just wanting to show up for me and and everything that you know I've gone through and so every person is is unique and different and it's it all shows up differently I I know another six line like a six two one of my human design mentors Eden Carpenter like she's not even 30 yet and she's just so mature and so wise already and within like traditional human design to be like oh she's supposed to be a hot mess and like you know all the things like falling apart but that's not how it is exactly like it shows up differently for everybody at different points of our life and I think it it does have a lot to do with what we're living through in that moment uh, uh, the culture that we're living in the conditions that we're living in I mean not everybody will be open to I talk to everybody about human design but not everybody's open to human design for example Mm -hmm. and I accept that because it's not their journey it's, it's my journey that I want to share, but if they're not open to it, then I very much respect that because not everybody will be open to that. Yeah. Maybe they will in the future, maybe they won't. But, you know, you just, it's kind of like um, planting seeds. Maybe, and it has happened to me. Like I've dropped seeds and then someone comes to me and they're like, oh, you remember that time that I spoke, we spoke about this? And I'm like, yeah, okay. And we can go as deep or not. Mm-hmm. as people want because I found that for some people are all in like me like they want to know more you know but others are like just I'm fine with my type you know type strategy authority that's it mm-hmm. that's that's the only thing that I want and it's okay too because at the end of the day especially as coaches it's their journey mm-hmm. it's not our journey so they they will go where they want to go, mm-hmm. and we can't do much about it. Yeah, and I've I've noticed with when you are really truly embodied in your strategy and authority, everything else kind of falls into place. When you're really following that. The str- like the strategy and paying attention to the signature and non-self themes like I, I don't know where I want that in, uh, in with everything but it's it's that like with generators that frustration and really like paying attention to that and um, contemplating like looking at where does this come from how can I learn from this that is really going to help like when maybe eventually down the line you do look at like your gates or uh, maybe within like the variables the personal health system like looking at things like you may be more in just naturally in alignment with it you're like you'll just be like yep okay I see this I see how this energy plays yeah uh, plays into things um okay let me okay all right it looks different now because we had a little internet crash. And so <laughs> it's all good. This, this yeah. happens um, for people on, uh, for people on my podcast, you know, that I have dealt with so many technological <laughs> issues um, since the launching of this. So um, it's a little bumpy, but that's okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we were just talking about Um, like human design support and this and this may be like for people with the defined sacral um, like the generator types but like this desire for an exchange like when we're getting support Mm -hmm. and especially with within like human design it's like this it's the like the response and like wanting like an interaction and for, for support and for coaching and for guidance and that there's sometimes it's almost like we don't, we don't always know where to go for, for that support. And we, 
we often see, or at least maybe it's just a me thing, but, you know, we see all these high-end coaches and their, their support is like way outside of our budgets and everything, but it's, it's very interesting to, you know, we, we were just talking about there's, there is like a, uh, like Christina said, uh, words are escaping me right now, but about a human design membership that she's a part of, a part of where it's, it's like around, like, I think she said $47 a month where you do get like weekly, weekly, like coaching support in, in human design. It's actually, it's, it's not coaching per se. It's, it's, you have to experience it. And I will encourage (laughs) anybody to experience it because it's like, they give you a lot of information <clears throat> and they allow the interaction, but it's just, I feel that it goes very deep and it's something that I crave because I do love the, the, the informational exchange, but also the allowing you to go beyond what the book says, mm-hmm. you know, because and it happens sometimes when you, and I know it happens for you, like when you look at a chart of someone, if you only stay with the chart, yeah, but how about looking holistically, you know, at everything? So, and, and, and doing that exchange, like how does it show up for you? How is it showing up for you? How you can embody it? How meditations directed towards that? So I feel, especially for people that are really excited about human design, you need that support because mm. I mean, you could do it alone. Yes, you can do many things alone. But how great is it to have a support system? Yes, yes. And it's like something came up as you were talking. You know, um, one of my one of my one on one clients that I worked with, she primarily learned in her human design through uh, purchasing books and going on the internet and finding information. She, I think she was a, she's a one three. So that one investigative line (laughs) and, you know, this, there were a lot of conversations that we had and like, we talked about how she could actually take what she was learning because you can like get a lot of information online, like freedom of information. Um, the, the librarian to me is like, yes, like access to all the information, but what are you going to do with it? How yeah. are you, how are you using this? How are you integrating it into your body and into your soul? And one of my favorite sessions that I ever did was, um, or one that I received, I should say, is someone did like a human design, like Reiki healing session on me. And it was like, she, she got my chart and just did a Reiki healing and, you know, was able to like see certain things and see like certain blockages and stuff. And it was incredible to see like those two modalities infused. And I've seen like a handful of people like offer it again, uh, but it, it just has never felt like aligned, but this particular person, it was a one-time thing. She's a Manny Jen, <laughs> like she, she it, Manny Jen in her experiment and everything, but it's, it's so beautiful to be able to, um, what you talked about, like, look at, look at like the bigger picture and bringing in some of these like holist, uh, like it's like a holistic approach, like not just look at human design, but look at like how we can integrate it with like Reiki or um, like money mindset or manifestation. Those are some of my favorite applications to actually begin to use and integrate this in your life. Yeah. Well, actually that's one of the reasons because I consider myself a coach first and then I use human design as a tool. Mm -hmm. I'm lately, I've been learning EFT. And there are so many things in my mind right now, creations of EFT, and then and I'm learning Reiki too. And because I want, it's not one thing because that we don't need one thing. What you might need is different from what I need, and it's different from what somebody else. So I need this interaction. I need it. It it, it fulfills me to have interaction. For me, it's very hard to do it by myself. 
I mm -hmm. enjoy responding and I enjoy interacting and I get so much, you know, that one, I once heard a coach said, when I coach, I am coach. Mm -hmm. I love that because so many times it has, it has come up for me that I'm coaching someone on something and whatever it is, it resonates with me. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's, it's a feeling that it's the best feeling in the world, actually, because you're helping someone and at the end of the day, you're also helping yourself. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, I, a while, like about a year ago, I went through not officially like a Reiki one, but learned a little bit about Reiki. And one of the things that um, I learned was that when you're doing like a Reiki healing session from someone, you're also receiving that healing. And yeah. it's because you're the channel. It's like coming through you and, and going to the other person. And so it, again, it's just this, okay, it's not just, it's not just for the other person, but it's also like helping and aiding me. It's all, it's all the energy like flowing, flowing through us. And it's incredibly that beautiful. Change. It's yeah. so important. And it's one of the reasons that um, for me, for example, it's very important to work with people that I feel aligned with. Mm -hmm. It's one of the reasons that um, I don't chase, not following, well, I don't chase, I attract and all of that. Mm -hmm. Yes. But yes. also, it's exactly that. I don't like to work with people that I have to convince to work with me. Mm -hmm. I'm very sensitive to the energetic exchange and I enjoy the energetic exchange. So I want to work with people that really want to work with me. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. And this is, this is a huge thing because a lot of, um, there's some big name like business coaches that I've worked with or taken programs from. And it's this, there's like this art of influence and you have like, you need to, there's this, like, I need to convince people to work with me energy and like this, oh, like using sales psychology to like get people to invest. But within that, it's, it's not allowing other people to trust in themselves where within human design, or at least the way that I learned human design through Eden and what I truly believe it's, it's really about me and like it's, uh, guiding you and being empowered in yourself so that you can make the decisions. And so that you can be empowered to say no, or to say yes. And it's getting rid of this, like convincing this like influential energy and everything. And it's coming back to like, let's just work with soul line clients and let's just believe mm -hmm. and decide that we're just going to work with people who are all in that. It's not, um, you know, Oh, I need to like follow up and like, you know, make sure that you invest with me and whatever, like you know, I've had some people say no to me for human design readings and they're like, oh, I went with this other person. I'm like, yeah, great. You know, I, um, I guided a person in her human design authority and she wasn't sure which human design coach to work with. She ended up not working with me, but she sent me like a thank you. Like, thank you for giving me guidance and the affirmation to trust in myself and my own authority. And that Oh my gosh, that like warmed my heart so much I more. That you mentioned that because, yeah. you know, a no to me is a yes to yourself. Mm -hmm. And if I want you to be empowered, then I have to be okay with that decision. And it's not that I have to, I am okay with your decision because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, empower women, empower women. Mm hmm Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes, exactly. Like it's, it's about empowering the other person and mm -hmm. it's about like, 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 let's get rid of this, like ugh, this icky type energy and let's come back to learning to trust in yourself, which is like what I'm, 
talking all about on the, all my socials because I'm really I'm doing a a program focused on like your human design authority because mm-hmm. I'm like yeah like let's get with the basics let's get with the foundation first and yeah so it's gonna have like deeper levels of stuff because there's so much <laughs> involved like with everything but it's it's just what I'm on fire to talk about right now is this the human design authority it is all about like learning to trust in yourself and your own instincts yeah and yeah. your own natural decision making process versus what everybody else is telling you to do exactly and that is very important and I see it um and you know when we think about us as businesswomen, because I feel that my exploration of human design has also had a big impact in me as a woman mm-hmm. and in me as a mother, because I also parent by design. Mm-hmm. And my son is a manifest, pure manifesting generator, 5-1. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> With a, a defined heart and an open G-center. And define mm. define Anya. So it's been interesting to see how it shows up for him and also allowing himself to be him, you know? Mm-hmm. Knowing that in, I am also influencing him. You can't help it because my yeah. defenders will influence him and the channels and all of that. But at the end of the day, accepting him for who he is. But it has allowed me to to feel balance between my work because I am my business, mm-hmm. you know? My business is mine, but I'm also my business. And it's made me feel that I can have the business that I want and that works for me and my design and it works for my family. I don't have to follow other people. Um, and I do to experiment, you know, sometimes I do things just because to see if it works for me. And then I'm like, uh-uh. And I'm like, is it mm-mm or is it a resistance? And I explore mm. it, you know? But then when it's like, a, it's a no for me, it's a no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yes. And, you know, something that I realized that I was doing as I was, resisting or I was saying no to things simply because of what someone said my human design would be when it was actually resistance Mm -hmm. and I'm playing around with it in this and like I'm doing a launch right now and I have in the past like resisted like talking about the same thing over and over and over again uh, or like, yeah, like something like pretty like narrow and specific, but I'm on week, finishing up week two of talk, just talking about human design authority. And it's like, oh, this, it, it, it's resistance, but it's not, it's not a no for me. It's definitely resistance because I, when I sit with it and when I work through it, I, then I get I'll get this like random burst of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to create a reel and say this. I'm going to create like, you know, have, have fun with, with this. Like I get that fire. I get that excitement. So it's not, it was definitely resistance and it's, and it's all about playing around. Yes. And at the end of the day, you know, it's not only the trees that experiment. Yeah. We should all experiment because if we go back to the not self and the shadows and the conditioning, there are many Mm -hmm. things that need to work on. So it's not Mm -hmm. only the threes or the sixes before their Saturn return that need to experiment. We should all experiment and challenge ourselves. And I feel Mm -hmm. that that's where coaching and having someone coach you is key because they can, with their coaching, they challenge you. It's almost, yeah, it's almost like the three lines. We're here to guide or like show people, lead people in that experimentation, not be the only ones experimenting, but almost like giving people evidence and giving people permission to experiment also. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, I feel like we could be talking forever and ever and ever about this but like so for 
anyone who is listening like for the podcast version or watching like how can how can people get in touch with with you on um on your social media and everything well i have an instagram account i'm not that con- constant i have to admit but i'm there you know it's called yes. i am poderosa that coaching and i have a website that is called i am poderosa.com I mean, you can find me in, in, in any of those places. Um, and yeah, I mean, my, I'm doing at this moment, I'm preparing for a launch. I'm preparing mm-hmm. because yes. I want to do a business accelerator program for business women that want to have consistent um, consistency either in income, but also in how they show up for themselves by respecting their energy. Mm. So it, it's about following their design in the business sense. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. That's going to be, that's going to be so powerful when it comes up. And, um, oh, I'm so, I'm so excited. And I know you're, I mean, you'll probably be posting in the pleasure yeah. and profit method group. So I'll hear about it, but yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm very excited about that because um, I feel that it's, much needed to to have to learn how to respect our energy and still show up very powerfully yes 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 and then uh, for anybody who's watching uh, people who are listening on my podcast you know where to find me but uh, for anybody who's watching I am on Instagram I am at the underscore hd underscore librarian on instagram uh, my website is uh, theamymay.com i know not not the same because my instagram changes all the time <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah i i am um definitely like check out my instagram if you are interested in like in really diving into your human design authority like i said mentioned i that's the focus of my launch right now. Um, and I would love to help you get, get grounded in that. And it's like, it's different than human design and business. So it's, it's always different, but, um, yeah, I, I I just want to thank you for agreeing to do this. Like this was so much fun. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Want to dive even deeper? I invite you to get your Human Design Abundance Blueprint. In this blueprint, you will receive a personalized breakdown of your human design chart and how to use it to be your most abundant self. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. As a special thank you, you can send your screenshot of the review to theamymay at gmail.com and my team will send you a little gift. All the details are in the show notes. I invite you to tag me on Instagram at the underscore HD underscore librarian with your favorite part of this episode. Thanks again for listening and see you in the next episode.